This is Cardinal Francis George. I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Word on Fire Catholic Ministries is a nonprofit ministry at the forefront of Catholic evangelization, using new media to spread the faith on every continent. Father Barron challenges us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The global benefactors of Word on Fire, with the support of the Archdiocese of Chicago, now present Word on Fire. Peace be with you. And Happy New Year. Today, the first Sunday of Advent, is the beginning of liturgical year. And what an extraordinary commencement to this year we have with the readings for today. We are, as it were, slapped in the face by Luke's version of Jesus' apocalyptic speech concerning the end of all things. Here's something now from our Gospel. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish. Men will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming on the earth. The powers in the heavens will be shaken. Now, I wonder if that's what you were expecting on the first Sunday of Advent. What we hear is a kind of unraveling of Genesis. Go back to the very beginning of the Bible. God drew order out of chaos. He put the sun and moon gently in the sky, distinguishing dry land from the sea, putting our first parents in a peaceful garden. All that symbolic language is evoking the orderliness of God's creation. What Jesus is predicting here is the reversal of all this. Sun and moon shaken and darkened. The earth rocking and waves overwhelming the dry land. Political order collapsing, so the reversal of the peacefulness of the garden. It's a reversal, unraveling of Eden. But then we hear, in the midst of all this chaos, the Son of Man will come on a cloud with great power and glory. Well, what in the world do we make of all this? And why is the Church offering it to us on the first day of the Ecclesial New Year. Well, let's attend first to the imagery of collapse. We hear first of this cosmic catastrophe, literally a disaster. That's what the word means. It means the falling of the stars, a disaster. A sad, but let's face it, undeniable fact of our experience is that Nothing lasts. Think of the gorgeous sunset enduring for a few minutes, and then it's dark. Think of the placid sea that's soon enough roiled by great winds. Plants grow up, and then they quickly enough wither and fade. Animals in great numbers roam the earth. They impress us with their great power and beauty. But then, in a matter of a few years, they fade away. And of course, we come and we go. 
the psalmist reminds us in a line that I always find haunting, our lives are over like a sigh. Moreover, we know something about the cosmos as a whole that our ancient brothers and sisters didn't. Namely, that it itself is subject to collapse. Ancient peoples thought the sun and moon were forever. We know that they're not. They came into being, and they will pass out of being. Aristotle and Plato thought that nature or matter have always existed and would always exist. We know, in fact, that they came into being at the Big Bang. Some physicists speculate that they'll go out of being at the Great Crunch when everything comes back together. Some say the universe will just kind of run out. It'll just sort of wear out, growing ever colder and colder. The point is, everything in the cosmos passes, and indeed the cosmos itself passes away. Next we hear from Jesus about political chaos. Nations will be in tumult. Well, we might be forgiven for saying, what else is new? Even the most casual survey of history shows that nations have always been in tumult. Politics has always been a blood sport. Let's face it, for most of human history, what we call peace is usually just a brief pause between battles, a chance for the two sides to take a breath. Think of the famous Pax Romana of Augustus. It was bought at a terrible price. I mean, Augustus' whole early years as emperor was just nothing but warfare. And it lasted you know, a relatively short time. Sad to say, much can be said of the Pax Americana that we're presiding over. Boy, just look around. Just watch the news. One of my principles is wherever human beings are, there will be conflict. <laughs> and that's true at the level of families, level of, of um, corporations, the level of society, of politics. So with nations, it's always gone that way. The point is, political order comes and goes and is marked at every turn by violence and instability. Now, some people, I think correctly enough, interpret this apocalyptic language as evocative of death. The death that every one of us is going to face eventually. The time when, for all of us, the stars and moon and everything else will come crashing down. Here I don't mean it so much objectively, I mean it subjectively. We know in our bones that no matter how much we seek to keep it at bay, death will come to us. And for every one of us at the moment of death, this whole world collapses. Okay, I know what you're probably thinking. Why is Father Barron sharing this dire, depressing message with us today? Well, we're not meant simply to fall into depression. In fact, just the contrary. We're meant to realize a deep and liberating truth. 
that nothing here below lasts. Not in nature, not in politics, not in the cosmos itself, not in our own bodies. Everything passes. Therefore what? And here's the central spiritual point. Here's the hinge. Therefore what? Don't expect to find your ultimate fulfillment in any of it. Even in my family, well, yeah, families are great, but they pass. Even in, my, in the political structures of my country, well, yeah, those can be great. They can accomplish good things, but they're compromised. They pass. Even in, in nature, even planet Earth, well, planet Earth comes and goes. The point is, if we want real perfection, we want ultimate satisfaction, we have to look higher. We have to look elsewhere. Okay? So with all that in mind, now look at the next line in the gospel, after all this apocalyptic business. After that, I'm quoting now, men will see the Son of Man coming on a cloud with great power and glory. Jesus is hearkening back to that seventh chapter of Daniel that I talked about last week where the prophet speaks of one like a son of man who will come on a cloud and deliver Israel from a long period of oppression. Remember that from last week. Well, this is precisely how the first Christians appreciated Jesus. Not just one more prophet or teacher, but rather the very incarnation of God's eternal wisdom of God's love, of God's way of being. And this meant that he was their link to that eternal power that runs through all things, that suffuses all things, that transcends all things. That power, listen now, which endures even when the plants and planets, the earth itself, fade away that power that endures even after our bodies have come and gone. Friends, there's a great tension within Christian thought. It's a tension between the yes and the no. What I mean is, in one sense, there's a great yes to this world because God made it, and God made it good, as we hear in Genesis. The world is good, yes. Human beings are good, yes. Political institutions are good, yes. The cosmos in its entirety is good, yes. But here's the no now. The no is, but they're not ultimately and finally good. The sign of that? Because they fade away. Good, yes, but not the good in which we find our final and ultimate satisfaction. See, the whole point of all this apocalyptic discourse is not to frighten us, finally, but it's to give us hope and to tell us where to look 
See how it focuses our attention finally on this Son of Man coming on the clouds. The Son of Man who's the embodiment of God. Don't keep your eyes fixed on the always chaotic and always passing world. Don't rely, finally, on the unreliable realm of politics. Don't rely, finally, on fleeting bodily life. But keep your eyes fixed on the Son of Man who links you to the very power of God. Say yes to the world, but also say no to it. Love it, appreciate it, be beguiled by it, yes. But also realize how evanescent and fleeting and insubstantial it all is, finally. See, friends, that's why we're hearing these readings on the first Sunday of Advent. Adventus, it means coming, coming. Christ is coming to us. So watch for him. Look to him. Wait for him. This season and these readings are all about the focusing of our spiritual attention on what finally matters. And may God bless you. I hope you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George, and I pray that God will bless you and those you love. Four years in the making, and it's finally here. Our new Catholicism documentary series, book, and study program are now available to order online at catholicismseries.com. Will you help me introduce this epic film series to your parish, school, family, and friends? Catholicism is an unprecedented adventure around the world and deep into the faith. Learn more at catholicismseries.com or call 1-866-928-1237. That's 1-866-928-1237.